Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking with pastor and author Steve Chocolanti from Discover Church in Melbourne. Steve's authored a book called From Buddha to Jesus, and it's a very interesting read. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Good to be here. Now, uh, firstly, uh, with a name like Chocolanti, you probably get a lot of questions about where you're from. <laughs> ah. And your accent's a little bit American as well. Tell us about your background and your upbringing. <laughs> uh, it's not going to be easy. Um, I'm mixed. I'm part Asian, part Australian. And my father's uh, last name is Italian, and it just we think it means chocolate maker in Italian. <laughs> it's a popular name. I like that. <laughs> Chocolanti. Good. And uh, tell us about you. You were born in Australia or overseas, and you've been in, in the I States. Was born, <laughs> I was born in Thailand yep. and lived on and off Thailand, Australia, and then migrated to the States, lived in Europe as well. Mm-hmm. So I can't shake the accent, but I am Australian. Yeah. Now, uh, Steve, you and I met a few years ago over in Hawaii with yeah. Pastor Wayne Kadera at the, uh, right. the big New Hope Church over there. And I've been interested uh, to uh, follow your story over the last few years. I've watched some of your YouTube clips. I've heard uh, a lot of your story. And it's, it's an amazing story of uh, your family had a whole bunch of different religions that were kind of melted together and you kind of had your own religion. Tell us about your upbringing and your your your, uh, your religious experiences at an early age. Yeah, first, well, just to mention, uh, Pastor Wayne also had that kind of uh, background. Yeah. His mother was Buddhist mm-hmm. and his father was, I think, Catholic. Mm-hmm. And so when he saw my book, he was really interested in it. And I think others who are listening who may grow up in a mixed religious background may find it, uh, it interesting. Mm-hmm. For me, we uh, grew up in a home of Buddhists, Catholics, Muslims, and Methodists. Mm. Uh, and these are immediate families, so this is not the extended family. So they never forced me to uh, be part of any one religion, so I kind of mixed and mashed them and um, went to all the different ones, the temple, uh, lit incense, put gold on the Buddha statue. I went to uh, church service, mass. Uh, I went to the mosque. I even tried the synagogue as well. So at that time, I just thought all religions are the same. And then you came to a point in your life uh, where you wanted to give up. You, you were suicidal. Everything was just too much. Tell us about that time. Yeah, it's a strange thing. Um, I wasn't suicidal so much that things were uh, all going wrong in my life, which is what people might tend to assume. But um, I was suicidal because I actually was able to uh, do pretty well in school and um, get the things that I want. And yet I was extremely unfulfilled in my life. So there is an opposite thing that you can feel that when you're chasing after all the things that you want and you actually get it, and at the end of it you're still not fulfilled, that's really depressing. And what was depressing about it was I was fooling my mother and my family because while I was doing what was expected of me, at the same time I was uh, jumping from relationship to relationship with girls. I was... uh, experimenting uh, with different drugs and so I just had this double life that people didn't know about and it, it was it was depressing enough for me that I thought you know if if this is all there is to life then the sooner I end it then the sooner I end the suffering and uh, that yeah I picked a place to uh, jump off of and uh, I nearly did I nearly uh, died and how soon was it after that that you uh came to know God and you know your, your conversion experience. Tell us about that. Well, I guess, you know, the Bible says that we all have a knowledge of God inside of us. So uh, ever since I was a kid, 
I never denied the existence of God. I just thought nobody knew who God was. So I thought there was a God out there, and before I was going to jump off a building, I just prayed this one simple prayer that I'd never actually said in any church service, in any temple or mosque. I turned to this cross that my mother had given me, and at that time it was like the symbol of of, uh, God himself to me. And I threw myself on that cross and I said these words, I can't do it, Mm -hmm. but I know you can. Mm -hmm. And if you don't come down this very minute, this will be the last minute I live. And I did not expect anything to happen. But you know, honestly, that might have been my first sincere prayer in my life. I wasn't challenging God. I wasn't asking Him to do something. I was just saying goodbye. And literally, the the room was filled with the glory of God, with the presence of God that we hear about in church services. Well, that happened. I never read about it, was not taught about it. And um, this amazing uh, peace came over me on a day that I was very suicidal, very depressed. And I bargained with God. I said, you know, some problems got fixed immediately in that day, so I was going to give something in return. The biggest thing I could think of at that time was, I said, God, from now on, I'll never miss another Mass. (laughs) I said, I was going to go to Mass uh, every Sunday from now on. And the amazing thing is, you know, a, a total miracle can happen to your life. And we can make promises to God, and as soon as things get better, we forget our own words. And it happened to the Israelites. They crossed the Red Sea. By the time they're at the other side, they're worshiping a golden cow. And that's what happened to me. I I went for about three weeks, and after that, I was back pursuing, you know, the things that I wanted. And uh, I got a job as a journalist in Thailand with my uh, mixed background. I can speak several languages, and it was real easy for me to get a job over there, and uh, it was, thank God, you know, my mother uh, kind of tricked me into staying at a pastor's home. And I was in Thailand, and, and I landed, and they started sharing with me the gospel. I was so proud because I had this upbringing, and I was educated also in the West. I went to Catholic school, uh, primary school. I went to an Anglican secondary school. I just thought I knew better. Why are these Asians, in fact, why are these Buddhists trying to tell me about Jesus? So I really put them down and gave them a hard time, and I used my English to my advantage. So they were speaking Thai. I could speak Thai, but I just used English to annoy them. Finally, uh, the next day, God was so merciful to me, He sent three Singaporeans to Thailand, and they also tried to tell me about the good news. And again, I had that same proud, cocky attitude, but because they could speak English perfectly, I didn't have the advantage over them. So they shared the gospel and, and, and revealed to me what the gospel was, which I'd never heard before. And um, it made sense to me, and I decided to, to pray and to accept Jesus into my life, and everything changed since then. So tell, tell me about your work background. So you're working as a journalist at the time. What other kind of work have you been involved with before you become a pastor? I've done several things. I mean, uh, I've, I've done journalism. I've interned in a law firm. I had a real big interest in law, actually, and I even went to law school for a year uh, in England. But I found just man's laws are are very undependable and and full of injustice, and I felt the call of God at that time, and I went to Bible school in the States. I went back to the States to to do two years of ministry training. And uh, you ended up pastoring Discover Church in Melbourne. You've been doing that for nine years now. That's right. H- how did you get the call to become a pastor? What was the, Was there a blinding light like 
the Apostle Paul <laughs> on the road to Damascus? <laughs> you know, the, the call is a supernatural thing, um, but uh, I, I heard the voice of God say yeah. to me that I would pastor, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't know it was Australia, but um, I went uh, searching and praying in different countries, and, and when I came back to Australia, I still didn't know where I was supposed to pastor, and I said, Lord, where am I supposed to pastor? And the Lord said, here, right, right in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was nine years ago, and it's uh it's great to work with people mm-hmm. um maybe the most challenging job in the world to work with people but it's also very fulfilling yeah now you travel a bit uh speaking at conferences <coughs> seminars churches uh, and one of the main messages you bring is, is called from buddha to jesus the, the same name as your book tell us about what the message uh that you bring and, and and why do you bring that message why is it such an important message well christians may not be aware of how widespread buddhism has become uh, we know a little bit through the uh, Hollywood sensationalizing it or popularizing it, but actually right next door to us is the continent of Asia, and that's about 60% of the world's population lives in Asia, about 4 billion people. And you could say that the majority of those people have been influenced one way or another by Buddhism. In Australia, uh, there's been a growth in Buddhism of 106% from the census in 1996 to the census in 2006 and that's continuing to rise because of the immigration so it's really a quite a big and a r- relevant topic people are uh, interested even though they don't know what buddhism is i grew up with it i grew up in the world's largest practicing buddhist country and the most conservative form of buddhism is in thailand it's called theravada buddhism so i want to demystify buddhism for people who are seeking and especially for christians uh, who need to know what it's about what would you say is the main difference between Buddhism and Christianity? Well, the interesting thing is there are a lot of similarities. Um, before, I guess, we get to the similarities, the biggest difference is simply this. In Buddhism, Buddha taught us to help ourselves. That is one of the uh, main refrains that you hear growing up as a Buddhist is if you need something done, you want something to change, basically, you got to help yourself because no one's to help you. Buddha uh, does not listen to our prayers because Buddha uh, is not God. He never claimed to be God. Buddha also uh, said, don't pray to me. It's actually in the Tripitaka. So Buddha never offered himself as the answer. In fact, because uh, Buddhists believe that he went to nirvana, that means that he's actually escaped out of existence. So by praying to him, there's actually no one listening. So you got to help yourself. That's the main theme. Whereas in Christianity, for those who realize, I've tried to help myself, but I can't. It's a humbling thing to say that, but that's exactly what I said on the day I almost committed suicide. And really, that's what God's looking for, is a bit of honesty. And uh, if I realize I need help, then I have help, and my helper is named Jesus Christ. So that's one of the main difference. That doesn't make us superior. In fact, we almost have to admit we're inferior to be a Christian, Mm -hmm. that we need the help, and help is there. And a lot of people would ask the question, you know, aren't all religions the same? Yeah, exactly. I mean, that that's what I thought. And in fact, you know, Christians, uh, I think, jump the gun too hard and too fast and, and say, you know, no, uh, Christianity is different or Christianity is, is better. And it just creates such a misunderstanding that uh, Christians are superior. We don't think that way. Actually, many good religions are similar in the way they describe the problem of life. See, Buddha's first noble truth was that in life there is suffering. That's the first noble truth. I don't think anybody disagrees with that. And in fact, that agrees completely with Genesis chapter 3. God made a perfect world, 
And why is there suffering? Because of our disobedience or our sin. Buddha called that karma or gamma. It's uh, wrong thoughts, wrong words, wrong actions. If we didn't have any of those, we wouldn't have any karmic revenge, any suffering in life. So in terms of describing the problem, it's exactly the same. And then Buddha said that there are five commandments for the lay Buddhists to keep. Don't kill, don't steal, don't commit sexual immorality, uh, don't lie, and don't drink any alcohol or smoke anything. So uh, these commandments tell us that we are actually not very good. We have to try to keep our evil in check. And they sound a lot like the Ten Commandments. right? So, so far, we're very similar. And I think any good religion will try to offer some good rules to try to keep in check or control the evil. But the difference is this. At the end of Buddha's life, he never said he had a solution to karma. He never promised, if you believe in me, I'll fix the problem for you. Whereas in Christianity, there's uh, thousands of years of prophecies and promises that uh, God would send a Savior, He would be sinless. If He's sinless, then He can help sinners. And the price of sin is death, so He paid the price of sin by suffering on the cross. And in, in fact, is is very uh, congruent with Buddhism. Buddhism says, because of karma, the suffering, then I look to the cross and I see Jesus suffered, even though He didn't have any, any sin. So he suffered for me. And it becomes a, an amazing reality. You realize Christianity is not against other religions. It's the fulfillment of what all the ancients and the sages and the wise people were looking for. So it's, it's been a wonderful journey with Jesus. And you know, you know it's true when uh, literally your personality, your emotions, your mentality, your family, everything begins to change for the better simply because you ask Jesus to fix this major problem of karma or sin that is in our life. Now, there might be people listening that are maybe into Buddhism and mm. seeking after a lot of the, the things in Buddhism who might, might, might be thinking, you know, I'd like to check out more about Christianity. Mm. I'd like to find out more about what this guy's talking That's about. That's right, yeah. What would your advice be to them? How would they find out more about Jesus? You know, most Buddhists that I know are very respectful of Christianity, um, Buddha never said that you can't explore Christianity or any other religion. So all people who are uh, born into a Buddhist family or are pursuing Buddhism need to know that that uh, Buddha himself was born in a Hindu family and then he changed religion. So there's nothing against Buddhism to uh, explore another religion or change. I think the best thing you can do is to uh, pick up a Bible and start reading. Um, you got to ask God, you know, show yourself to me. Mm-hmm. Pray a sincere prayer and uh, be honest about where you're at spiritually. Mm. God loves honesty. It's just, you know, He doesn't like hypocrisy. Yeah. And He loves honesty. And if you need help, say you need the help and ask Jesus to help you. And then find a good church where they're teaching the Bible. Mm. Now, I'm sure you've come across many people now that have, I guess, converted from Buddhism to Christianity. Many. Tell me about how it affects their life. What, what kind of changes do they go through? <clears throat> What kind of blessings do they receive? You know? Yeah, oh, I've, I've got stories after stories, and I put some of them in the book. Um, many of them have the, a similar story as me. They first believe that all religions are the same. And as I said, they're the same in describing the problem, but they're not the same in offering the solution. Mm-hmm. The other thing that they share is, you know, in Buddhism, <clears throat> we have to help ourselves. And whether uh, people have uh, an amazing amount of debt when they first come to Christ, or they have a broken home, uh, or they have a disease in their body, uh, time after time, when this major issue that separates us from God 
is dealt with, the issue of karma or sin, then we see amazing miracles happen in the area of finance, uh, debt cancellation, uh, people's bodies being healed. My mother was uh, allergic to like 30 different things before uh, I came to Christ. And when we found out that if Jesus can forgive sin, then he can also heal. Uh, she was healed, and she hasn't had allergies for over 15 years. And wow. she's not a young lady, so it's not just an age thing, or a, you know, it really is a a, a healing mm. from Christ. Mm. So, every problem you can imagine, a Buddhist has. A Buddhist is the same as as we here in Australia. They have the same problems, and by coming to Christ and fixing the major problem first, then all the rest of the other problems do get fixed. Mm. Now, if people want to find out more about Discover Church, or uh, is there websites that we, you can refer us to? Yep, uh, Discover Church is uh, in Melbourne. It's discover.org.au. Uh, you can visit that. If you're interested in the book, it's buddhabook.org. Buddha, B-U-D-D-H-A-B-O-O-K.org. Well, mate, I reckon you're a history maker, and it's uh, so good to hear your story today. Thanks for sharing with us. Pleasure. That brings us to the end of this week's show. You can listen to this interview again or any of our other interviews. Simply go to historymakersradio.com. Thanks for joining us. History Makers.